You're listening to On Stadium Boulevard with Lexi, presented by Blue by 90. Hi, guys, and welcome to episode 13 of On Stadium Boulevard. I'm your host, Lexi, my co-host, Josh, and Jordan below. He's, he's in his phone right on his phone right now driving, so that's why <laughs> the picture of him on here. But um, for yeah. anyone listening, thanks for tuning in. Um, so let's recap that that butt kicking for Sparty last week. Oh, that was the most satisfying thing I've <laughs> ever felt seen. so good. It <laughs> felt so good. And just to humble them, just to straight up humble them. There was so much just absolute shit. Even in the last two weeks, sitting yeah. at three and four, I was like, damn, they're they're this cocky yeah. going into this game. And we just they had one drive that really they shouldn't have even scored on because we dropped a pick six, and then they had nothing. And it was just very satisfying. Right. Yeah. And, you know, I think just never again have us build up two weeks like that because <laughs> it was just nauseating. <laughs> like we, we couldn't even have fun with it by the time the game was coming. We're all right. sick of each other and sick of the same jokes being played out. And right. But, you know, yeah, that that was a long three years waiting. OK, and I don't want to wait that long again. Nope. <laughs> yeah. And I thought the two weeks and so, then waiting all the way to the weekend. Oh, go ahead. Oh, my gosh. Like. Terrible, just terrible. Yeah. It but was toxic. I, I'm happy about it. It was. You know, I did. I will say though, I had a really great time at tailgating. I, you know, I'm sad I didn't get to run into you guys. Damn service on our phone. I was, <laughs> I, I was trying to text you on the golf course. So I'm like, where are you? And it's just there's right. no service in Ann Arbor. But I had a good time. I interacted with a lot. Like there was some like fun, like you know, John back and forth. But it, it was just, it was fun. It was lighthearted. And, you know, anyone kind of saying otherwise, I'm just shocked. I just really didn't see that or feel that, which was nice because I was expecting tensions to be kind of, you know, touchy. And it's just like, oh, okay, well, but I'm, I'm really impressed with the fans. So I shout out to everyone that came to Ann Arbor yeah. and did a good job. Everyone handled it very well. All the tailgates, all the state fans I talked to, you know, I mean, I was just asking everyone how you think the game's going to go. And, you know, everyone was very respectful about it. So I thought the fans did a great job, you know, pregame. And I, didn't, I was with a bunch of Michigan, me and Jordan fans both were during the game, but yeah, I hope it was good in the stadium. I have no clue though. Right. Yeah. I know you guys have to sit this, this, the, up in the stadium seats though. Yeah. Big yeah, ballers. Was... And what a game to sit up there too. <laughs> you know. <laughs> yeah. It was a really cool experience. I mean, just being up there, the view is amazing. I, I don't know. I've only done that one time and it was for like a hockey game, the winter classic. So oh it was my really gosh, cool for the football awesome. game. <laughs> yeah. It, it kind of, yeah, it it kind of felt, it kind of just felt like you, you, the view you had on TV from where we were sitting, you know, it was like the perfect height yeah. up. So it, it's not like we were too high up or anything. It was absolutely perfect. We weren't yeah. squeezed in for once, which was a little <laughs> interesting. Yeah. But we had our actual own being a sardine every weekend. Right. <laughs> so yeah, um, shout out to Dan for selling me the, me and Jordan those tickets. Yeah, shout out. You're Dan. an absolute king. Hopefully, hope yeah, you're listening. Man. Thank you so much, man. <laughs> I love yeah, it, guys. You. I love it. Um, so you know, Paul's finally home. The you know the universe feels just like it's it's right again. Um, you know, MSU fans humbled, and Blake Corum. I mean, oh. you guys. He still ate, and it seemed like they were trying very hard to stop our run game too, and they still couldn't. Mm -hmm. And yeah, you know that play where he does that little spin move and makes literally three Sparties run into each other. Like, <laughs> it's just, oh my I gosh! Wonder, like, he had like that that like almost Three Stooges music. <laughs> 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 just, like, when I, it's like, yeah. Wah, 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 like yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, um, yeah, he's you know, probably one I of the best they, running backs. Tried. Yeah, that defense tried to stop him, and and bless their hearts, see, they just he's just so good, and you're just you just don't understand. You look at how he's running, and you're like, how did he even right. gag that? How was that even possible to escape? And and that's happened in multiple games this season. So, you know, to, to see him continue that, no matter who he's playing, is just. It's great, and I think that's what's really keeping him in this Heisman race on the toes of those quarterbacks. Absolutely. I mean, I guess if they want a positive, he didn't break a long one. Good for you, I guess. But mm-hmm. he's still eight, and he was still very efficient. You know, he had, and uh, we can just stop this. He's only good because of his offensive line narrative because it's just not true. He's the best running back in the country, and I don't care what anyone else says. I don't think mm-hmm. it's particularly close. No. Oh, looks like we lost Jordan. No problem there. Um, yeah, no, I agree. I agree because, you know, there really isn't another running back that's better. And I think it's really hard for anyone to argue that at this point, you know, just how, how consistent he's been. And mm-hmm. and I think they're just going to continue helping him. I don't care if it's like padding stats. They want their guy to go to New York. So they're going to do whatever they can. So, you know, here's to just hoping he just kills it the whole rest of the way out here. And we can see him on yep. that stage and. I don't see any reason why he shouldn't be, you know, invited to New York this year yeah, with how I he's agree. performed, especially since conference play started. I mean, he's been over 100 yards every single game, and the least amount of yards per carry he had is 4.6 versus Iowa. So that's just efficiency at the next level. And yeah, I don't, I can't, I can't remember the last time. Yeah. Maybe I think Mike Hart was probably the last time we've had a running back this efficient. So it's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, what it seems happy. like. So what's yeah, up, George? We got you back. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. My connection's a little You're spotty, good. No worries. Um, I was going to say, it seems like every time I play with Blake, it seems like it's dead. It's like he just keeps his legs moving. And he picks up like four or five yards every time. It's just unbelievable. Every time. Every time. Yeah. It's incredible. And he's so strong. Like for how like, small yeah. he's, they say, like, he just is just built, packed with density. Yeah. He is yeah. Like Blake does sport. not miss leg day. He does no. not. No. <laughs> or arm day. You see those biceps? Holy cow. <laughs> um, yeah, but yeah, shout out to Blake for just, you know, being the king every every weekend. But uh, yeah. so let's talk about the second half adjustments. This season has been absolutely incredible on mm-hmm. both sides, really, of the ball. Right. Um, you know, minus that red zone offense the last game. But, you know. Yeah. <laughs> but just the second half adjustments, you get close in the first quarter, second quarter, and we just run away every time. I mean, what do you think that guy that, that entails? Like, who do you think is to uh, kind of, I guess, give credit for on that? It's a lot of Jesse Mentor. And people were saying, oh, his defense was bad at Vanderbilt. He's not going to be great. And um, I think it was a uh, Pilium on Twitter. I saw you say this. He said uh, <laughs> his defense at Vanderbilt was not very talented so it helped him really learn how to adjust against teams that are mm-hmm. so much better than them, him talent wise yep. and i think that's what really made him learn how to be such an elite adjuster and we'd also mentioned this that he seems to really just run vanilla i think he looks at what the defense what the offense is doing and he says okay i, I know how i can attack this in the second half and it has worked every single game in conference play so far yep. so and didn't he come from the Ravens organization at one point too? Yes, him and Mike like were Mike both. McDonald's. They were yeah. co-coaches at one point. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I think that brothers, helps a lot. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and, yeah I think Mike that helps a lot because he has experience yeah. with that system. Mm-hmm. 
it's like Mike kind of laid the foundation and Jesse Minter just kind of built a house on it. And yeah, it's, I, it's very good. I haven't, don't know if I've seen a defense on this level since 2018 is probably better, but especially since 2016. Yeah. It's, it's really good. Well, and I mean, right now, like we're ranked third overall in the nation in defense. So, mm -hmm. um, or yeah, yeah. Third mm -hmm. in overall, but we're, you know, number two in the big 10. So it's, it, it, under Illinois, ironically, so that'll I be know. a big game coming here in a few weeks. But uh, yeah. yeah, it's it it's quietly better than last year, and you know it's not getting the flat like the crazy flashes because we don't have right. like watching a Jabo just like you know bash brothers like you know killing people on the field. So mm -hmm. I I think that you know not not a lot of people are talking about this, but I do I want to say that this is going to be a, end up being a better squad defensively than it even was last year, and that's exciting. I mean, we were worried because of all this change in the, right. the staffing, and it just had, they didn't skip a beat. And I think part of it is just seeing the yep. secondary and the linebackers get better, too. I'm mm -hmm. like, yeah, we might not have a, that elite pass rush this year, but especially in the secondary, they got so much better. I mean, even on like the two big catches that Coleman had, amazing catches, Green's right there. Mm -hmm. It's not like he had, he was, it was a busted coverage, you know? So mm -hmm. it's just seeing that in the secondary, that lack of separation, and it's just really giving defenses, offenses not much downfield to throw to. Right. Yep. Yeah, Coleman's good. So it's like, shout out to him for being a very yep. good receiver. <laughs> yeah, and shout out Rod Moore in this game for coming up, coming up big a couple of times, like with the swatted pass and the interception. I mean, he helped out so much. Yes. I love it. Rod Moore with the buffs every weekend. Is oh, just yeah. I think he's got three picks this year. He's just been excellent really since his freshman year. And mm -hmm. he's just been, he's just one of those ball hawk safeties that is always so quick to the ball. And, mm -hmm. you know, it, it's been a minute since we've seen something like, I mean, this might be bold, but he's starting to approach that Delano Hill level. He's, he's really mm -hmm. good. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. Cause we know we, we need that. <laughs> we've been kind of weak there in <laughs> years so it's right. nice to be strength for finally but, yeah so i I'm, I'm just so happy about you know everything that happened i mean i don't even care if they want to say oh jake moody well it's yeah okay we got an nfl kicker so yep. let's see no matter what we're gonna be scoring points when we go down the field like <laughs> you know, of course red zone offense absolutely needs to right out. you're not yep. gonna beat Ohio State with field goals you know i don't even know right now if you'll be illinois with field goals so you just gotta mm -hmm. You gotta make sure that we're, you know, when we're in that red zone, there should be no reason this team can't score with all the, you know, offensive weapons and talent that we have on that side of the ball. The fact that our main mm -hmm. issue is just play calling in the red zone, though, like yeah. that's when you know this team is. <laughs> oh, we can move the ball. We're just yeah. not finishing drives, and you know, <laughs> if yeah. that's your, if that's your one slight against a team, that's something that's so easily fixable. It's just Absolutely. play calling, really. You know, mm -hmm. the talent's there. It's just. Yeah, you know, figure out your place. Yeah, and I really like how. I think how, part of it might be. Go ahead, Jordan. Oh, go ahead. Oh, no, you go ahead. Okay, I was gonna <laughs> say I think um, part of that play calling might have been like Harbaugh was trying to go a little more conservative when he got there and just try to pound it in, running it. It wasn't working. I don't think they really wanted to make any mistakes, like trying to throw it and throw a pick or anything because they knew it was a big game. So that might have right. had something to do with it, but I don't know. It yeah. seemed like Harbaugh was playing just not to lose. And in a game like that, that's fine. You know, and MSU fans have literally been trying to say, oh, you only got five field goals against us. 
Yes, that's fine. We yeah, only punted. We only punted. Walker, we, okay. Five. We punted once. I mean, yeah, you got a good red zone defense, but we were kicking your ass before the twenty yard line, so it's it's yeah. it's fine. It was total domination. They know that. They can right. spin it however they want. Um, but you know, it is what it is. We won. Ha ha. Suck it up for the next year. <laughs> but, you know, and, and and I don't really want to touch on this too much because it's it's just been you know obviously right. Broken record on social media, but it is sad what happened after that game because it does overshadow, um, you know, everything that happened on the field. And, and it's not just the loss. It overshadows the fight that those good players and players that weren't involved put on the on the field for the side of Michigan State. You know, right. they, they did fight hard. I mean, I'm telling you, they didn't give up till the end. There was like oh, they were sure. going until the end. And I, I'll give them props for that all day that, you know, it's just we were ended up being better on both sides of the ball. But um, you know, it, it, it sucks, you know, we all need it. And it, it's a sad situation. Um, there's really no way to justify it, but MSU handled the situation very swiftly and very well. So mm -hmm. I have nothing but respect for them for handling that the correct way. And hopefully that was maybe a wake up call and this rivalry can like, at least with toxicity, chill out a little bit yeah. and just start, mm -hmm. we can hopefully find a little bit of more of a mutual respect between right. the two programs because this should be in a, a, a rivalry who we celebrate it should be a rivalry we look forward to and as of right now it's never something i look forward to so i i think that's something we do need to change absolutely what do you think jordan yeah. well yeah i was gonna say a little like banter and stuff in the rivalry and like little shouting matches and stuff in the tunnel are kind of cool and like that's all fun and games in the rivalry and everything but when you take it to that level it's just that's crossing the line and that's just something you hate to see. And, you know, I don't know, this rivalry has already been kind of toxic lately. So you hate to have that added in. I just hope next year, like everybody can chill out a little bit and kind of just leave it like just the game and that's it. No, none of the extra right. stuff after. Right. right. And I'm sure going forward, I mean, I'm not going to say that, you know, Michigan had absolutely no blame. I mean, the tunnel situation can always be better, but it's not just such an easy fix like people think it's going to be. Right. Yeah. Maybe right. weekend someone said putting like something up in the middle, you know, where you got to walk on each side, something they can figure out. I don't know going forward right. with Michigan State at least, but yep. maybe when they when we uh you know get UCLA and USC over here, we do one giant conference. We play Michigan State maybe every couple of years. Yep. You know, because I just think it just needs a little bit of a break. I'm not saying, you know, never play him again. I'm not saying, you know, take away Paul Bunyan or nothing like that. But we've just gotten to a point where in this state, it's just not healthy. And it's <laughs> definitely not healthy on social media. Yep. And I know that, you know, that doesn't attest for the, the, the you know, 90% of the fans that are off the app. But, you know, it just isn't worth this. So now the fact that this has happened, maybe they can reevaluate it and then, Ohio State will be the only game that we absolutely play every year against somebody, yeah. you know. Mm -hmm. That's a good point. You know, it's something I would love to play every year still. And like I said, just it just needs to chill out a, a bit. I don't yeah. even know if the night game had anything to do with it, really. Maybe there was a lot of bottled up emotions waiting all day for that game for the players, but maybe just stick to noon for that yeah. game. And, you know, it. As long as we can just chill out and just bring the toxicity between both the players and the fans down, it'll it'll be great. Because as I just mentioned, mm -hmm. it should this should be a rivalry we appreciate, not a rivalry we dread. Yeah, and if it could be like the basketball rivalry is, where 
like everybody trash talks a little bit and stuff like that. They take a little jabs, but like after the game is over, they all shake hands and like everybody's respectful and mm-hmm. they leave it all on the court. Like if it could get to where that is, I feel like there's a lot more respect in the basketball rivalry. Well, and, and you know what? And I'll say that though, that that has a lot to do with the coaches, you know, yep. Um, yep. Uh, Izzo and Beeline respect mm-hmm. each other mutually. You know, thoroughly. I think they are like genuine Izzo friends. and Juan yeah. respect each other mutually. Like even Izzo says, I may not like Michigan, you know, mm-hmm. I may not want, you know, I, want, I may not want to be their friend or anything like that, but, but you have a respect and a, a mutual understanding for each other. And that's just what we need to get to. And I just don't know if with Harbaugh in that position and whoever, you know, obviously it was never going to be D'Antonio. We knew that mm-hmm. But where Mel takes this program from here and maybe kind of gives it a rebirth from this D'Antonio thing. I don't know if that's even possible to do at this point, mm-hmm. but right. it just needs to be like, Hey guys, this isn't acceptable. I don't care whatever the previous coach gave you. Like this yep. shit on the shoulder stuff needs to stop because yep. this hatred is just too much. For and, sure. you know, you even get players, you know, all the way back to those D'Antonio years that say Michigan State players, you know, hit the latest, they hit the cheapest, they spit on you, they scratch you on purpose yep. after those whistle calls. That's not healthy. Right. That's how it should be, you guys. Like, so, you know, maybe they need to even take a step back and say, how can we reapproach this and reimagine us going forward? Mm-hmm. And I hope that I, I hope that Mel Tucker can do that because I do want him to succeed. Yep. I don't, I don't want him to be fired. I don't think he should be, no. but we'll mm-hmm. see how he takes this going forward. And that will be how I can attest to if this is going to be a culture shift or not. For sure. Yep. None of this should be an indictment on Tucker or the state of his program because Tucker is a great coach mm-hmm. and the way he handled the situation was very well. So right. that should be made clear that none of this is an indictment on Tucker at all. For sure. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, Clear our hands of that and just move on. All right. Fuck it, Sparty. We beat you. Ha ha. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, well, let's talk about what's your favorite moment for the, from the game? The punt getting blocked. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, it was such a full, it was just such, such a full circle moment. It was kind of oh, hilarious. Yeah. And, and they're the trying big, to play it off like it didn't bother them. Oh my god! If, it, if I was a, if I was a Sparty fan, it would bother the hell out of me. I don't know about <laughs> you, but <laughs> the crowd was just so loud at that point that JJ literally had to tell the crowd to quiet down. <laughs> and it was yeah. just like it was. So yeah, definitely the punt, and then just the whole environment. That was mm-hmm. such an amazing night game environment. Like it was unbelievable. I thought the mm-hmm. just it, it was extremely loud. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'd probably say that mine would be like when uh, uh, CJ ended up fumbling it and then we like ended up stopping them, even though it was like only like 10 yards and then getting the ball back and then we score like (laughs) the shift for me. Like, okay, you picked it up, you fixed your mistake, the defense, you know, saved your butt and then you went forward and and continued to win. And that moment I was like, all right, we've got this. Like we, we own this team. We're, we're our own worst enemy, like every time. And they fixed it and they, and they right. built off of that. And that was just like my favorite, you know, yes, for okay. sure. What about you, Jordan? Oh, my favorite was when we were up seven to three and it was getting to the end of the second quarter there and Sparty was driving and it was fourth and one. They were about to score like in the red zone and they went for it and we came up with a huge stop. I mean, huge that game stop. could have been so much different if Michigan uh-huh. state gets that and scores there. Absolutely. Absolutely. And it's point. like, you know, it was like to that to Mel Tucker. I was like, all right, buddy, 
if you're playing a team like us, you got to take those points wherever you can get the right. defense. Yeah, and right. he, he fucked around and found out if you don't know <laughs> He like uh, refuses to kick field goals. I was shocked when I found out they've only made well, one all year. I'm like, are yeah. you Dan Campbell? What's going on here? <laughs> <laughs> well, I yeah, heard I think... that their kicker isn't very good, and so they right. just don't have a lot of trust in them. And I think oh, they yeah. just thought like one yard, we can pick this up. Right. I think like rivalry game, we got to do it, and you know, you just can't do it on the Michigan defense. I don't think they got very many first downs after that fourth of ones. I don't know. Did they get the ball back after that? I don't in the half. I don't. Um, I don't believe. I, don't I think, think we. So. I think we went down and well, our field goal. Maybe. I think they yeah, got I it right before remember. the half. They didn't do anything. They didn't do I don't remember. I'm pretty sure after that first down, after that fourth one stop, they did not get a four, first down until the fourth quarter. So I. I think yeah. they actually got the ball back after that, right before halftime. Then we got a sack or something, and then they were just yeah, like, "All right, so. we're going to take it to the half because we just got nothing." Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, what 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 a game from the defense though! To that not let them score true. a damn point after the first quarter, like round of applause, boys, love you. Yeah, <laughs> it's great. Um, all right, well, um, next week, Michigan basketball is back, baby. Ooh, I'm excited. We're here. I'm so pumped. I am so pumped for the season. It and always sneaks up against, on you. Who do we open it, up against? Uh, um, Purdue Fort Wayne. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Gosh, Monday. I can't believe how Monday. it's going to be here. Woo! And then so we got we got a little exhibition against Ferris tomorrow, so I'm excited to tune into that. Um, yep. Yeah. I, that. I might have more confidence than most with this team. I just think what Jawan did with this roster is very good. You know, there's mm-hmm. we have a, we could send out a legitimate five, starting five where all five could shoot the three very well. We got to see how Kobe's jump shot has, you know, progressed. But right. Yep. You know, I think the our main issue last year was shooting and defense, and I don't know have about the defense part, but the shooting part I think is going to be a lot more improved. Yeah, I'm hoping too with like these transfers that we're bringing in that it's like they've already got that confidence too instilled because I just keep thinking about like you know someone like Caleb last year was like man, it's like as long as you keep that confidence, mm-hmm. like right. you know what you're doing on the floor, like you know, and, and hopefully with this these veteran people we're bringing in that that'll be instilled in these guys. Cause that was a little bit of a weakness last year, but For I sure. think that, you know, Juwan will, will make sure that that's different. Yeah. I'm really excited to see too how yo-yo does and like Terrace Reed, um, some of those incoming freshmen, Doug McDaniel. I'm just excited oh, yeah. to see how much of an impact they make. Right Absolutely. Yeah. I think Juwan's very high on Doug. I think he's going to get a lot of run at the one with Jalen at the two. So I'm excited. Yeah. He's, he seems like another Mike Smith type. So I would love that. I'm so excited to see Jet too. Like it's just all. Oh, yeah. Jet too. Mm-hmm. Guys, it's here. Like, yeah. Uh, and, you know, and it's wonderful because sometimes these seasons go not so well in football and you're like, all right, I just need basketball to be here. But now <laughs> it's like just glorious because we just got right. two great programs. Like, it's awesome. <laughs> what are you guys' season's expectations for this team? Um, I think top four, I think they're definitely a top four team in the big 10 when it comes to tournament. I mean, they, I don't want to say final four is like the ceiling. I mean, cause they would have to play perfect, but we know how this program has operated in March the past two years. Like last year was a down year, still made the sweet 16 and upset a three seed. So when it comes to March, I feel like the sky is the limit, but regular season, I don't, see why we can't compete to at least at least compete to win the big 10 and finish in the top four yeah 
Yeah, I agree. I, I'd yeah. say, like, yeah, t top four for sure. Because I think the Illinois, Michigan State, like, you know, are probably going to be pretty pretty good too. Right. So I'm not counting out any of them. Um, but, yeah, like you said, the talent's there. The coaching is there. Let's just see if they can fit it all together. But, yeah. Okay. Well, what about George Washington and that commit? <laughs> I'm loving these names. Got some elite names. I love in all this the names that came with that. Yeah. yeah oh, I mean, the raids are going to be so fun. For it, yeah. like, on it, so. I cannot wait for the raids. Oh, yeah. With those guys on the George team. Washington with the laser eyes. <laughs> <laughs> with the Michigan jersey on. Um, yeah. <laughs> I still got a lot to learn on him, but from what I've read, he's a pretty natural scorer. So that's right. always a good thing to have. And it's. It's fun to steal recruits from Ohio State, let's be honest. Yeah. Oh, and I love how, like, upset they were about it. Pretended like they weren't. But, yeah. you know, anytime you can take one from your rival, that's, that's a W. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. <clears throat> but, well, all right. So, excited for basketball. We can't wait to start talking about that with you guys. Thanks to all our listeners tuning in so far. Um, Rutgers preview next week. What do you guys think? Or, I mean, sorry, the Saturday. The Saturday. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Go ahead, Jordan. Oh, well, I've heard that they don't have a very good offense at all. So I think that's going to be uh, pretty interesting considering how our defense is playing. So good luck to right. them. But um, I don't know. I think this offense is rolling, especially against Rutgers. I don't see why they wouldn't be able to move the ball and put up a lot of points. So I don't know. I, part of me thinks it might be like one of those 20, the 2016 game where we went 78 to nothing on them. <laughs> kind of feel that a little bit, but yep. I don't know. I, I haven't really watched too much Rutgers, to be honest. Neither have I. I mean, Rutgers week is Rutgers week. I guess the big thing is just refocus from the incident last week and don't have a rivalry game hangover. Yep. That's, you know, you know, emotions were riding high. Just know that all your goals are still ahead of you. You're 8-0. Just focus on going into Rutgers and just doing your job. Absolutely. I couldn't agree more. Just go in there, take care of business. And that really is... For every weekend, don't mess around. Don't fall victim to any type of trap game that's ahead of the Ohio State game. Just focus. Don't let the media distract you or nothing else. And just, you know, head down and, and work. And I and I think they're going to be great at that. That's that's one thing that I'll say that this the coaching staff has these boys prepared every Absolutely. single week. And I love it. I love it. So, mm -hmm. it's, um, it's the best staff we've had in a long time. It's, I know. I'm worried just, about losing some guys this offseason. It's, right? well, it's a damn lost, good staff. Last season, yeah. they lost both coordinators. So yep. it's like, does it even matter? Like, right. Just, yeah. Yeah, more, right. just keep right. going. Like, keep rolling. <laughs> yeah, I'm ready to call John Harbaugh up again and get another one of his guys. Hey, bro, can you help me out? Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Helps. So um, what, what, are you, what, what are the predictions for, for Saturday? I think Michigan rolls – See, Michigan hasn't been running up the score all year. I think they're going to roll like 38-7. Yeah. I'm going to say 42-3. to three. <laughs> <laughs> Nice. Um, I'm going to say 41-7. to seven. I think one touchdown and then kind of like Sparty, we just shut them down. Right. Nothing else happens. Um, you know, and just like I said, take care of business. And it, like, you know, should be an easy win. We, we should walk in there and out of there unscathed, okay? Yep, <laughs> so yep. It, really it should be a very stress-free game. Yeah. Shout out to this game oh. being at night so I don't got to be at work for it. So. <laughs> <laughs> right? You don't have to, like, act like a fool in front of your customers. Like, I probably <laughs> I'm just kind of sitting there on the computer. Oh, well. Got to do what I got to do. 
Yep. Right. All right, guys. Well, thanks for tuning in to our 13th episode. Um, we're you know excited for you guys to tune in and check in next week, hopefully after a W. Um, make sure to follow me, GoBlueLexi117, Josh, U of M, UM fan, Ogdale, and Jordan, MGoJDBlue. So uh, here's to the 13th episode, and thanks for tuning in. All right. Thanks for listening, guys. Yeah, go, thank blue. You. go Blue. Yes, Go Blue.